Yo, yo, yo. It's the Game Time Show, bro. I'm Keith. I'm Jeremy. I'm Byron. I'm Stevie. And I'm Kevin. And we'll be your bros for the evening. So, I had this whole thing planned to do in the beginning, and then I learned something pretty awesome, slash embarrassing. What's that, Keith? Kev, you were picked last for an all-ladies LARPing event. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's true. Um, I lived in Northampton uh, for... uh, Too long? For too long. For about, like, six months. Maybe more. Um, And in that time, you know, it's a pretty nerdy... uh, It's a pretty nerdy place. And um, there's uh, Smith College, which is uh, peopled by women. And... um, All women. Well, many... Mostly? I think it's mostly women. I think you can take classes there if you're a guy. Okay. I'm not sure, though. Um, You can definitely participate in their LARPing there though and it was it was it was a training exercise it was not full larping it was strictly just a training exercise they had their foam spears uh i had a foam sword and um basically my coworker was like you got to come larp with us i'm like all right that sounds like it would remove some stress from my very stressful life (laughs) i don't know i'm stressed even hearing about it (laughs) i'm not i'm loving it um, it all right. This this is a long story, and it just ends with me being surrounded by spear wielding smithies. <laughs> smithies, huh? But I did. They were like, there. There was me and a new girl, and we were the two like new people there. It was all women, and uh, they were picking teams and doing it like they do it in gym class, where there's two team captains and they pick the best people, and yep. the worst people are left behind. <laughs> And by best people, they mean people without penises? (laughs) (laughs) Just like life. Just like life. Just like life. So it's like me, uh, Mr. No Depth Perception, and the smallest, quietest girl in the entire world who just wanted to make a friend. And I'm like, I want so bad to crush you. (laughs) (laughs) With a foam sword. I just want to be better with you. It's just me and my stupid foam sword and... That my coworker lovingly crafted, uh, not for me, Holy but for himself. Um, and my th- my coworker was picking the other team. <laughs> and it's still, it's, she still picked you last. Yeah, I still got. Yes, great friends, great oh, friends wow. to have. Yeah. yeah. So tune is in, tune in next time where I tell you about the time I got disqualified from uh, a non-competitive poetry slam at Brandeis. <laughs> oh my god, that's a thing. How <laughs> accurate is the movie Role Models? Um, were see, you dressed as Kiss? No, see, it was a training exercise, so it was plain clothes. Okay, um, but in the real world, just, you would have been Kiss. Just a civilian LARPing. Yeah, it was, yeah. this was just yeah. a civilian LARP. In the real world, we would be in the woods. Uh, they do it in like a park in um in role models for some reason, but like. But you do yours in a castle. Like what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to like disappear into the woods and like uh, if you're. If you're, like, an actor or whatever. I forget what they call, like, the, the NPCs. But, like, basically you live in a cabin and wait for adventurers to come and talk to you. And then you get them the, the same <laughs> This shield. sounds horrible. Like, and I'm your not, makeup. And your I'm, makeup. Yeah. Oh, you were so picked kiss last. makeup? And you were picked last for that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't have the killer instinct. Like, Mama, Mama Cole wouldn't let me watch Power Rangers when I was a kid. Ooh, um, wait, to, wait. I'm this is like the first Power point Rangers of contention that I've ever had with Mama Cole. She yeah. did not let you watch Power Rangers? And whenever, too violent. And whenever, That's bullshit! Those putties, man. You're a putty. <laughs> I am. 
Whenever we played Power Rangers, uh, they always made me be the Blue Ranger, and I didn't know what to do. And Billy? Like, yeah, they're just like, be the nerd. I'm like, oh. See? <laughs> see? Uh, I, right. My favorite Power Ranger was Billy, and I think it's because I didn't have a lot of self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, B-Town, if you're listening, uh, listen to what Keith said, because your favorite was also Blue Ranger. Nerd. So, like, yeah, I never I never got to, like, punch my friends, so I never got, like, the, here's how you punch another human. Like, this is how you mentally well, prepare to punch a human. Here's how you be a Red Ranger. You, you didn't grow cool up with guy. brothers. That's also true. Yeah, because that's where I learned all my, uh, my, sis- my LARPing skills. <laughs> my sister was more psychological in her torture. She was, and still is. Oh, Love you, guys, you guys punch all the time now, though, Yeah, it's true. No, coal fight! Yeah, we do. We do. We have coal fights. All right. We've gone on on LARPing for longer than I expected. Are there, are there rules to the fights? Um, Perhaps we will a, continue. a Cole's Law. Well, when when you're not... Ugh. Cole's Law. Here's some Cole's Law. <laughs> Stop it. Here's you're going to keep going until this lands. Here's, Cole's Law. <laughs> old, Cole's Law. I've heard every single one. I've heard Old King Cole. Uh, that's it. End of <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all of them. Um... When you're when you're not um, when you're not like pretending to be an elf, it's called boffing. That's what <laughs> this this is. You've gone in way more we depth than I into the rabbit hole. Let, yeah. let, Let's get out. Sorry. Let's dig ourselves out with what you've been playing. One last thought. Fine. <laughs> One last thought. I think there should maybe be an, an a field activity for game time, bro. Okay. Game time, bros. Yes. Like B R O E S bro goes, dang, I don't know. That's, Game time, that's a bro. On site, LARP time, bro. LARP time, LARP time bro. bro. Absolutely, Ugh. we we go on adventures. Adventure <laughs> time, bro. No, nope, isn't there just no? A, yeah, we can't is, do that. Isn't there just a LARPing Chain video marked. game we can play? That that's yeah. not no. That's, that's, that's an, that is not LARPing. What? I am not that's an amazing idea. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you need a new, you need a new idea. I think you have it. Dang it, that's so amazing. Because, <laughs> like, what what's stupider than playing a video game about LARPing? Like, you could have a whole overplot of, like, of like interpersonal relationships it, that are going on over the LARP, and people are like, just stop, don't think about that shit right now. It can, it can be Nintendo's answer to uh, The Witcher. I was th- I was thinking dating sim with light RPG elements. God, they've yeah. got to be, they gotta be pretty LARPing. desperate. I, I don't... I don't have... Yeah, I'll just whip up a Witcher clone in like a couple days. No big deal. No big deal. This. Look, I wasn't saying. I was saying Nintendo could steal your idea and then use it because they don't like to have violence, but they could have LARPing. They stole my idea for Splatoon. Oh. Yeah, I'll say it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where's that check? <laughs> where's that Splatoon check? Callers, <laughs> call in if you feel like it, uh, right. it's wrong. Was right. your idea for incredibly perverse graffiti to be splattered <laughs> all over the internet? No, that's just a that's just a natural. Yeah, uh, that was a side effect. I don't think anybody saw. And that's a side effect everyone saw coming. It's Nintendo, and they chose a pro- they chose an IP that features tentacles heavily. Very much. So. I'm not. Mm. I'm not saying is, it's right. I'm saying it's disgusting. Is there white paint? Uh, no, it's ink. First is there off. white ink? There, there is no white ink. I don't think. So, have any of us played Splatoon? No, B right. Town has. No, Jay. What have you been playing? I've been playing a whole lot of nothing. Yeah? Nothing. I'm, I'm glad you brought your A-game today. I am great. I am here <laughs> to observe, 
and make quality jokes like coleslaw. <laughs> coleslaw. Great. Still trying. Great, Jay. Still yeah. cuts deep. <laughs> Byron. <laughs> coleslaw. Byron, you've been quiet over there. What well, have you been playing? Well, gents, since I've gotten back into town for the summer, I've spent a lot of time with my friends as being Smash Time Bros. Yep. Um, so much Super Smash Brothers. Definitely really getting back into it. I haven't played really with a group of four people since Melee was a big thing. Um, fuck Brawl. I didn't do what, anything. What is Brawl? Didn't do anything with Brawl. <laughs> and Because uh, <laughs> that game is garbage. And when the new Smash Bros. came out, I didn't really have a chance to play it. I didn't have a lot of friends around who were who were playing the new Smash Bros., but everyone back here does, so I'm so happy to be on that train again. Who's your, uh, who's your main? Uh, I, have, I have a couple characters I really like, but I'm really trying to get good with Palutina. She's she's Polenta, definitely she God definitely has yeah, that's, she that's has exactly potential what I call loaf. she has potential and a great move set that just is hard to land you gotta you gotta land the attacks correctly and when you do it definitely pays off hmm. he he has so Byron's old main which still you dabble with is Samus and so he's come he came back he hadn't played the new Smash and I was like Byron you gotta play the new Smash it's so good. And he was like, all right. And so the first like few few times we played, he was just like all over the board, just like trying out all the new characters, which is great. But he didn't go back to Samus. So he's done a lot of venturing out. And so I think this yeah, is where Palutena I'm a, comes I've, in. I've been a big random player lately. I feel that it is good for your overall game to random for at least a couple weeks you into the adventure. Dota fuckhead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I'm sorry that I like trying out all the characters. There's only one character. Everybody knows there's only one character. What's the only character? King Dedede. King Dedede. We can all agree that it's not Sonic, though, right? It's Sonic and King Dedede. <laughs> we can all agree There's that only Sonic two characters. Sonic and Bad. The only reason I don't random on a regular occasion is because I don't want to get Sonic, because that would ruin me. Wait, and I would have to throw my Wii out and just get a new game. You're get a whole not, new system. You can't handle life in the fast lane. Dude, you're, you're too fast. slow, so shut up. Steve, you will play Sonic, however. However. You, you will play Sonic's level, which features the greatest music. <laughs> In the entire world. I think we have talked about this on the podcast before. We uh, also uh, broke down on it, but you couldn't really hear it because uh, we were not... yapping over it. Yeah. yeah. Steve, uh, Steve and I play only Omega Sonic level and only uh, Escape from the City as the music track. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> because it's the worst shit ever. <laughs> and we, when you hear the completely asinine bass line, you know. <laughs> You know, it's it's gonna be good <laughs> to the point where Mike, Mikey, it was after uh, <laughs> we made Mikey leave. We made Mikey leave. We were playing the other day at Kev's house, and we we did it twice, two matches in a row. We went back to Windy Hill Zone, escape from the city, rolled in right away, and we're like Kevin and I are like jamming along to it. And Mike's like, "What the fuck is this?" And then the third time comes around, and we don't even give him a chance to like pick the level. And he notices he like pan, he's not paying attention. And he like starts to pick up his controller, and he looks again. He's like. Oh, fuck this. He just walked out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm going home. Uh, it, was it was the much coveted IRL KO. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, it was wow. so good. But it is, going back to Byron, it is good to have you back playing Smash, my friend. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to have four-player Smash. It's so good. Have just you tried eight-player Smash at all? We, or even five-player? We've, we've done, done six. Got, 
the other day, yeah. but not all eight yet. Bowser is a fucking monster. I love, <laughs> in love the new Bowser. Uh, love him. He's I got play the drop him, kick. Play him quite often. Bowser's all crowd control. Like... No, so when we did the tournament, like I was just not into it because it was one on one. As soon as we did eight player, like I, w- I went plus Dominant. eleven because I was <laughs> plus Bowser. Eleven, <laughs> easy. Was it was it like a ten minute match, right? Or yeah, it was like ten that? minutes, and like most like people were negative. Seven kills. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was nuts. But awesome. But yeah. Uh, so you know, you know what else is awesome? What else is awesome? Destiny. <laughs> I fucking love Destiny. I've been playing it so much. You've been having a ball. With I that saw shit. your uh, your Instagram post of your yeah. Character. I, I hit level thirty, which was impressive like six months ago. But <laughs> now they've released two DLCs, and the highest level is thirty four, and I got to thirty in like twenty five hours. So it's not as impressive, but I feel good. I got a bed sheet. You do. You wear a bed sheet. Your character wears a, a child's bed sheet. It's like awesome. awesome. Jay, Jay I, I've talked extensively on Destiny. You, I feel like you got a decent amount of exposure today. Yes. Any thoughts? I, I was a big fan of Borderlands 2 and the co-op aspect of it. You know, you know I love my multiplayer games. Mm-mm. So I'm very intrigued by Destiny. It is obviously a lot more uh, high-fidelity uh, better graphics. The gameplay looks very similar. Uh, I'd say, sorry, you said better graphics, and that's a trigger word for me. Okay, <laughs> right. sorry. I'd say different more graphics. Polygon? More polygons. Well, I think Borderlands is going to always look good. It's shinier. It is shinier. Okay. But like, when better tech comes out in like five years, you're going to be like, oh, Destiny looks like shit. I remember yes. when I used to think that was cool. Borderlands, however, is like stylistic, and I think it's always going to look good. Like, mm. I don't know. Yeah, but... There's something about cell shading that... But, like, shiny. Classic. I realize that uh, Destiny looks very pretty now. No, I'm not even saying it looks pretty. I'm just saying it's shiny. I like shiny. I know you like No, but your your point is well-received because you look at something like Wind Waker. Absolutely. Which came out in, what, 2003? Yeah, something Around there, and it looks beautiful still. Yeah, and it got the HD update, and they didn't really change much about the graphics. No, No, and everyone's like, this game is so beautiful, and it doesn't look that much different, but it's awesome. They just updated to, like, 16 by 9, and that's about it. Yeah, and you can, yeah. So Quite more nice more picture. polygons in Destiny. There's yes. a lot more polygons. And Jay loves his shapes. Better textures. Polygons. I'm a geometry freak. More. Oh, mm-hmm. if you like geometry, you should see uh, Peter Dinklage in it. He's just like a dodecahedron. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I'm speechless. Yeah, yeah. But so I've I've spent 25 hours on Destiny over the last like week. Nice. Uh, I just like a whole day. I got a legendary weapon, which was huge for me. Yeah, but you know, I I don't know. I I could I have so many games I need to play, and I'm just burying time into Destiny. I don't know what I'm doing. That's okay, man. You got to ride the wave while it's going. It's true. You're gonna drop it, and who knows how much longer? And you're never gonna play it again. Be like, I've sunk so many hours into that game. I have no interest in playing it anymore. And you know what? It's fine. Play it. Play it while you love it. No, no, Keith. Don't worry. You can sell your hours later <laughs> to that wizard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is there is there character selling in Destiny? No. People you, do that. You. The only thing you can do is make multiple characters and 
exchange your items between characters, yeah. but you can't even exchange items. That was like, the one thing I always wish I did with the those games that I sunk a lot of hours into was sell my accounts afterwards. Could have yeah. made so much money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, talk I mean, I could money. sell my Xbox Live account, but you know that kind of. There's yeah. a whole lot that There's goes with that. There's a lot more that goes with that, yeah. you know, but I don't know. Well, good news is when you're finally ready to quit playing, I'll probably be ready to start playing. And then I'll start all over again. Perfect. Anytime a new person joins, that's an excuse to start again. Um, so I'm looking over to two very handsome gentlemen that are sharing a mic. Ooh, it's fine. You do, you do look very good today, by the way. Thank you. And I would usually separate oh, both me? of oh, you, so but sweet. I feel like the game you've both been playing is the same one. It's true. However, I do have news on my Nino Kuni account. Oh, I really, I, I honestly, please, please don't I framed the way I like gave you the mic to like, oh, I know avoid what you did. Nino Kuni I, Yeah, entirely. I know what you did, and I just completely disregarded that. I beat Nino Kuni. Yes! I don't know if that deserves applause. It really? <laughs> a no. Round, a round of bro applause. I'm, I'm yes. applauding for Keith, because like... <laughs> yeah, this is... This, this is a moral this victory. This is laid off my shoulder. This is a big moment for him. I've, I will not go into it. Nino Kuni was great. I beat it 90 plus hours, and now I'm on to Ico. Ico? The Shadow of the Colossus. Ico the Dolphin? Oh. <laughs> Echo, the Echo the Dolphin. Yep. On to Echo Sorry. the Dolphin. Uh, so, yeah. but also, to now lead into your second. No, wait, no, wait. We have to talk oh. about Horny Kid with Stick. Horny Kid with Stick. All right. So, he's oh, got Ico. horns. Oh. Yeah, you would hate it. Oh, my I, God, you would hate I it. I tried. Although, you, like do drag, you drag like a ghost lady around for a while. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Keith's in. Dude, I'm with, I'm with Keith. I want so desperately to love this game, but I did the same thing. I, I played it for like 10 minutes, and I'm like, everything is so muddy, and like... This looked beautiful once upon a time, and moving sucks, and I hate how this lady can't function without me. Spoiler alert. My, yeah. uh, she's, a, she's a woman. My, uh, my dad beat it, though. Like, he's, he's the, he, he swears by it. Like, I think he likes it more than Shadow. Wow. Yeah. That's big. We're, we're, this is the, we're still talking about Ico here. Yes. Oh, this okay. is the precursor to Shadow. Because yeah, you think cool? Yes. <laughs> Not like that Last awesome Guardian that. shit. Last Guardian ain't I have... Oh, man. I spent... Announced at this E3, right? <laughs> <laughs> you poor man. In 2008. <laughs> oh, I don't want to play it. I just want everyone to shut up about it. Yeah. It's... I'm going to give it a shot. I yeah. So I had played it before. I probably played like maybe an hour into it. Yeah. Uh, a while ago on when I had it on PS2 and now I have it on the PS3 HD collection with Shadow. So I'm going to give it a, an honest try and hopefully it works out. If not, I just ditch it and go to Shadow because that game's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I actually bought Ico and then didn't play it but spent a couple hours watching a playthrough of it just because, I don't know, it looked beautiful when I, yeah. was, when I was checking it out. It looked really cool and like the concept looks awesome but... Never actually got around to playing it. I'll still have to check that like, one off I'm my like list sometime. A half hour in, so I'll keep you posted. Dude. Right. And it's not going to take 90 hours like Nino Kuni did. <laughs> I would watch a Let's Play of Ico. I don't know if I'd play it all the yeah. way through, but I would totally watch it. I watched, uh, I want to say, at least two hours of it. It was just so enticing to watch to see as the story unfolds. Where, I don't know, lack of story. It's we hard to describe it, the this. story in it. <laughs> you heard it, Keith. You heard it. We should bro down on we it. We should. I, I think really it's only one player, to. but that's all right. Uh, but so other than Ico, I have been playing uh, this game 
that uh, the gentleman to my left, because everyone that is listening right. can visual, see that. Visual mentions on a radio, yep. audio Yep, podcast. everyone can see that. We're doing a film cast of this. It's in the corner over there. Hi, Kevin Cole, gentleman to the left. Gentleman to the left, Kevin Cole. Uh, I've been playing his game that came out this week, Project Maiden. And it is wonderful. 1.0, baby. 1.0, baby. Uh-oh. Congrats, Uh-oh. Kev. He released an unfinished product. <laughs> No, 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 no. no. I, told him he, I told him he couldn't do that or I'd slap him no. in the jugular. It's finished, right? There's just a couple bugs to... Yeah, there, there, there are a few bugs, but... But that's a... Na- I mean, <laughs> it's, it's done. It's done, yeah. Right. The game is as... The game is complete. I am... Uh, it, it is impossible for me to test it on every machine, unfortunately. So... It's 1.0, and I've already gotten, like, it doesn't work on this with these settings in there. So, like, that's going to be my week coming up. But we're talking about the boring part of the game, which is, it's out, but there are problems with it. The exciting part of the game is that it's out, and I did it. And he fucking did it. He fucking did it, man. That's awesome. Roblox. Yeah, Roblox. For real. It's, It's the end of, like, the two best years of my life, and... The three worst weeks of my life. (laughs) So when did you start, though? Like, what was, like, the day you started working on it? Do you remember? Um, The first idea came in sophomore year of of college. Uh, And I have, like, sketches in my notebook of of, uh, Project Maiden stuff. Um, But the first day I worked on it was, I think it was May 3rd of 2013. And Steve's eating a donut really quietly. I don't. So May third. So it's been about two years. Yeah, I had just I I had quit my job and I was still living in Northampton and um, my roommates were all very nervous because because uh, they lost a larper. Well, no, because they because they lost um so they they lost a, a friend and someone who cleans. Ooh, <laughs> do you want to move in? Yeah. So um. So I like was set, I was I set up downstairs. I woke up at the same time. I usually got up for my old work. I took a walk around the block. I could I could walk to work from my house, which was amazing. Um, and I took a walk around the block, and I sat down and I got to work and I started programming. And the day just flew by. Like it was my first full time day working on Project Maiden, and it was like it felt like it was seconds long. And I worked like. I worked 10 hours and it felt like nothing and it was just like the most glorious. I have so much free time. I feel so, I feel like fresh and unhindered and like that kind of stuck. Like I kept really, I kept really solid schedules throughout Project Maid's development of just working as many hours as I could and working um, well rested and working and, and doing good quality work. Like that, that held up through all of Project Maid's development, which is something, you know, not a lot of people have and something I'm really grateful for. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome because every time I'm around you, even though that you've had this, like, thing hanging over your head for two years, you're always happy. Like, when I have something over my head, I'm just, like, miserable to be around, you know? <laughs> Truth. I can attest to both of you doing that. Well, okay. Fuck you, Stevie. So, Love you. Love so you. I say the last three weeks were the worst week of my life. That was totally something I did to myself. Like, uh, I worked... I, I was working uh, 16 hours straight and then sleeping eight hours and then waking up and getting right back to work for three weeks. Uh, no no days off, no breaks, um, just to get the game out. 
And I, I went a week past my deadline. I don't think anyone cared. Nope. <laughs> I told everyone that I did. So I went a week past my deadline. Um, but I was so... Uh, I, was, I, I didn't have a whole lot of sleep. And I was very stressed out. And uh, when I get... Uh, when I don't get a lot of sleep and when I get very stressed out, I become very emotional and very fatalistic. Like, I was like, I am failing everyone I've ever known. The game is a failure. It's a, it's a whole week late. I've, I've destroyed everyone's hopes in me. I've taken all the goodwill that people have invested in me, and I've thrown it out the window. Like, it was... A, I was in a dark, dark place until, like, so, some friends of mine came forward and were just like, you need to sleep. <laughs> the game is already late. Take a day. What did you say? Because the game was supposed to be released on my birthday a week, so a little over a week ago. Yeah. And didn't you say, weren't you like, I'm letting Steve down? Yeah. <laughs> it was so sad. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I was in I was in the worst place. And then after I released the game, um, and there were a few problems with it, because it's a, it's a 1.0 release. Of course there are problems with yeah. it. But I was so tired, because I had worked 30 hours straight uh, to get it released. And like I was with, I, I went out with Steve to get pizza and then play Smash for yep. some reason because I was just because so that's tired. all that's, Steve does. That's Steve, yeah, that's his life, pizza and Smash. But like even even after after like after like my thirty hour like I'm gonna launch thing, uh, I slept sixteen hours and I woke up and I was still tired, and I was just in the same like fatalistic super emotional mode. I'm like I can't go online because online's gonna make me sad. And then I went online and it made me sad. (laughs) (laughs) But but like but like to you know today I'm like better rested and like I took I took a nice day for myself yesterday. And uh, should go to the spa. No, I just played PlayStation. I played PlayStation Two games. From from a bubble bath. Yeah, yeah, totally. Ooh. Took a mud. Took a mud. Took a mud. Yep. Got a nice uh, cucumber facial. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm looking fly. Um, you look. You're glowing. Yeah. So I've still been shaved. I should probably. Do that. Your beard looks good though. Thanks. Great. Uh, so something that you said really interests me, um, and I, I I apologize for going a little far back, but oh, don't worry about you it. said that uh, sophomore year of college is when you first thought of Project Maiden. How has Project Maiden changed since that initial inception? In every possible way. <laughs> um, so the first game, uh, the first the first like pro- Project Maiden iteration was called the the Medusa game, and it was literally just Castlevania. Like the only idea for it was I want to make Castlevania, but the protagonist is Medusa, and you can turn things into stone. Oh, so bloodstained. Is that a thing? That's Igarashi's new uh, Castlevania game that he's releasing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got, like, a battle maid or something. Yeah. Or Medusa. Sorry. Sorry, I always derail you. Continue. Is, 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 is that true? Is that is that character Medusa? No. Because oh. then you could get a check from him. Yeah, I could. I could, I could take Igarashi down. All right, so first you started at... It started at Medusa game, and... Um, there's a series called, uh, or there still is, and it's a series called Extra Credits, and um, it talks a lot about. Uh, it just takes a week and looks at a um, a part of video game development or design or just it take it takes a week and it looks at a piece of video games and it uh, analyzes them and talks about them. And one of them was like a narrative design week, and it's like. And I think like so, like someone in the comments or somewhere in the video, there's an offhand comment about yeah, video games don't really follow uh, three act structure, 
And I'm like, I'm a writer type person, and I like three act structure. Uh, how do we make video games follow three act structure? And it's like, well, the protagonist has to lose everything uh, somewhere about you know two thirds into the into the story. And I'm like, huh, huh, losing things, huh? So that that was basically it. That was basically like, I came up with all these cool powers. What if you just lost them instead of gained them? That's it. Yeah, I think that is. Mm-hmm the most intriguing part about your your concept. Oh, definitely. Because in almost every video game, you're gaining powers as you go, and you did the exact opposite. And I commend you for it. And that's how you up the difficulty as you go on, is you lose your powers. You're not gaining powers and upping difficulty. You're losing powers to up up the difficulty factor. And ideally, you're gaining skill, which makes you feel like you're succeeding by the skin of your teeth. And like when Project Maiden works, that's the part where it works. I wouldn't say... Project Maiden is 100% success, I'm done, I never have to make a video game again. Um, if, it, if it was, that'd be great for, you know... I should have just made Minecraft. I should have just made Minecraft. <laughs> I, you know, I... Part of, part of, like, coming down off of the I released a video game high is being like, there are problems with Project Maiden because it's the first game I've ever made, you know? Yeah. It's, it's not perfect. It's not... It's not going to be my opus, you know. It's not my defining game. And for a while, that was that was what when I was making Project Maiden. That's what that was my mindset making it, being like, if I only get one shot to make a game, this is how I'm gonna do it. And you know, now that it's out and it's over, I I don't know. There's so much. There, it, it's not like there's so much wrong with it, but there's so much I feel like I could do better that, that I'm kind of wrestling with that right All now. All right. So where do you go now? I have no idea. No. Um, Do you feel that you can make another game? I feel like I. I feel like I want to make another game, and I feel like this is not the end. I I don't. I don't think this is the end. Um, I do have some financial stuff to kind of square away. I so my my Kickstarter was for twelve thousand dollars. That's how much I got off my Kickstarter, and. after paying musicians and taxes and all that stuff, it was even less money than that to live off of for two years. So uh, I kind of have some financial shit I gotta square away. So I don't know if I'm getting a job or starting another game or I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but I I'm doing something soon, and you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm just back to kind of figuring my life out. It's like I I released a game. It's great. It's it's awesome. But also I'm fired. Yeah, <laughs> but you got time to develop some new game concepts. Clearly, Project Maiden has been in the works for a long, long time. And if you're going to make another video game, I'm guessing it's going to be you know another good bit before you have a good concept down that you really want to develop. And one of the things I really want to get into is making smaller games. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'd like to make like a few small concept games. The golden age of flash games. It's coming back. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, um, and like I've got, I, I'd like to do like small concept games that you can play in your browser, um, or maybe small games for download. I had to, I so like I I had to pay for a Mac license um, because it's the only way I could get my game to work on Mac. I'm still in the process of getting my money to Mac and getting my registration fee or whatever. That's really exciting, but um, <laughs> I just paid for that, so I might have to use it. I might have to make uh, more video games if I'm if I'm gonna pay for a Mac. Uh, you already paid for it, man. Yeah, yeah so. right. might as well use it. Might as well. <laughs> yeah, and thank you everyone who uh, who donated on uh, projectmaiden.itch.io um, or whatever the URL is. 
because because of your donation, I had precisely enough money to buy a Mac license, and now I'm right back to having four dollars in my bank account. Dibs. I keep calling it. Sorry, man. Um, yeah, I don't know what's next. Uh, I really don't. I would like to do a, a podcast or two if I can. Yeah, we've had we've had the. Uh, oh yeah. I don't know. <laughs> whoa, whoa! You gave us, you gave us an no, open yeah, form to our idea. So I don't know, Jay, if you've heard this, but these these fools, they've got a podcast. Two handsome ones sitting across from you. <laughs> All right, pitch your podcast. Is there someone behind you? Okay, yeah, it's the two cats. It's Lord oh, Zed. Perfect. The podcast is called. Hard. The podcast is called Steve and Kevin Watch Anime, so you don't have to. And Boom. Okay, the intrigue, because I don't like to have to watch anything. Nobody does. Oh, right. I thought you were going to say anime. Oh, no, just anything. Fair. Right. The gist is Steve generally likes anime as long as it's flashy and there are cool action sequences. Yes. And right. uh, there's a sword. Maybe. Yes. Or or baseball. Or baseball. Ba- Samurai Shampoo baseball. Or, or baseball. Or, or, or a sport anime. And I have... Like, my first anime was Neon Genesis Evangelion, which is the darkest anime in the entire world. I have anime in my blood, and I'm ashamed of it. Like, uh, I'm... Is there a cure? <laughs> no. Not for, no. Not for um, Evangelion. Nope. Can you transmit that? Like, should I be scared right now? You should be terrified. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, you guys uh, sip on the same coffee mug? I don't know. But, like, <laughs> I am very open about everything nerdy about myself. I'm a game develop Like, my job is game developer. Like, I fully embraced every aspect of my nerd persona. But I am still sort of ashamed about liking anime as much as I do. Me too. And this is sort of, like, I kind of want to examine that and express that. And I, I will be bringing, like, a little more, like... Perhaps a more critical eye than Steven. We're going to be like, that was awesome, it's super cool. Kind of like how I am with everything. And I'll be like, basically nothing happened in that episode. Everything's garbage. So <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. What a great pairing. <laughs> There'll be yeah, it'll be subtle. It'll be it'll be really, really subtle. Yeah. But Stevie's Steve- never subtle. <laughs> Ever. Nope. Yeah. Ever. He has his penis already. No, I have a boner. It'll go. Is that what you meant when you said Mike in hand? That yes, hadn't... that is exactly what. Yeah, I, meant. I named my penis Mike. It was weird. It'll go three episodes and then we'll get bored. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, we're on episode. No, it'll be three episodes. We'll get bored and then we'll watch like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and be like, Oh my god, this is the best thing ever. Yeah, that's, that's You're like... not gonna get bored. I thought we might get bored of Game Time Show, bro. And, and this is episode are. 19. Oh, right. That's 19? true. 19? 19. Yeah. Nice. Episode 19. Damn, dude. Uh, but I don't want to veer from Project Maiden quite yet, because I have some ideas for you. You oh. you said uh. you said that Project Maiden's done, but I've got some ideas for some DLC. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Just Perfect. let me now, pitch a couple to you. Yeah, now that the project is completed, how do you monetize every aspect exactly. of the game? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've already got the, the price point already figured out. So hit, hit me, gonna, All right, first one is called Made in Manhattan. <laughs> yes. And yes. you replace Imogen. With yeah. Jennifer Lopez, and you charge $15. B-E-A, beautiful. Cash in hand. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> you made at least 15 bucks. I, I find no flaws in that. Zero. How, All right. how much was that? $15. $15. That is a yeah. good price for, point. For two ninety nine. can you just buy the Jennifer Lopez Sprite and play Project Maiden as Jennifer Lopez? 
That's all we're doing in charging fifteen dollars. <laughs> okay, yes. You guys can't see this, but he's asking Keith. <laughs> this isn't about you anymore. Keith's not your manager. I'm your manager. If you wonder, I'm going to monetize this if, shit. If anyone wants a microcosm of the publisher-developer relationship, this is it. Right here. Right here. It is tangible. Yeah. Game's out. Great job. We'll take it from here. Game's All right. out. Great job. It's not good. We're going to make it better. Second piece no, of We're not going to make it better. We're going to make more money. All right. So season pass will be $28, but second piece of DLC that you can buy for $15. $28.99. $28.99. Yeah. It's called Love Cruise, The Maiden Voyage. <laughs> This is like when I forget to put quotes around Project Maiden when I Google it. I work. You <laughs> no, I gotta pitch this to you. I gotta pitch it. I work. I work at a cruise company. I feel like I'm. Ooh, that's an in. So I don't know if any of you ever saw the Fox reality show called Love Cruise: The Maiden Voyage in 2001. Um, but nope. there were some characters. Let I, was, me tell I you. was too busy watching Greg the Bunny. So I watched True. that as well, uh, and that's another DLC idea that we can <laughs> talk about in a later date. Um, so what what you're gonna do is you're gonna replace all the narrative text with lines from the reality show, <laughs> and then you're gonna replace replace all the NPCs with characters from the show. You're making me sweat. <laughs> but since it's called Love Cruise: The Maiden Voyage, you could every year. Uh, release another love cruise. I don't go. know. There we go. It's got legs. It's it's got potential. And licensing fees on a how old is that show? Fourteen years. Fourteen old. year old show. Reality show. Can't be that expensive. No, especially I think we can work this out. Okay. I feel like it doesn't small have... small sum of money. I feel like it doesn't have the star power of the last pitch, but what do I know? <laughs> Whatever. It's a season pass. Just throw as much garbage in there as yes. possible. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and from there, next year, you just continue with the Maiden pun. I don't know what other DLC you could do. We already did Maiden Manhattan. We already did. Uh, Love, Love Cruise, Cruise the Maiden, Maiden Voyage. Voyage. Made uh, in China. Made in China could work. Um, Project Runway Maiden. Whoa. 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 Back up. <laughs> I... I'm a Project Runway super fan. He is. I've watched it with him more than once. I love it. I love it. I think we can make something out of this. Instead, so okay, there's a lot going on here. Right. Tim Gunn is gonna make this work. This will fund your next project. Okay, so here's here's the here's my pitch for uh, Project Runway Maiden. Okay, it's, um, it's like Project Runway, but. Uh, everyone is steadily given less fabric to make clothes. <laughs> oh, there it is. It's like Project Runway, but in reverse. In reverse. In reverse. It's a runway-like in reverse. Wow. <laughs> That's the first runway-like game. Oh, my God. The kids will eat it up. Yeah, they will. You should Dude, throw in Kim Kardashian, down. put it on an iPhone, and you'll make billions. Kim Kardashian's Project Made <laughs> Project Runway in reverse. <laughs> Kickstart that shit. Um, all right, but I want to I want to go back to a little bit of a serious note before okay, sure. we yeah. we we shut the door on Project Maiden forever. Yeah, before we never talk about forever again. forever. Uh, you seem to have got a lot out of it. What do you hope players get out of it? Um, I'll I'll put it this way. Uh, there are a lot of in in every like level proper. There's a there's a scene where uh, Imogen loses one of her powers but gains something back. 
that's not really tangible for the player. Uh, there's a scene where she loses a power and gets her voice back, and uh, there and there's a scene where she um, she gets some of her memories back. Um, but one of the scenes is, and one of the things she's lost that she gets back is her uh, is her sense of empathy, and I had that written down, and I was like. I can think of something better to lose than empathy. Like, I don't know how to convey that to the... I don't know how to make a player care about the world of Project Maiden. Like, and I, I don't... I don't know if I'm, like, adept enough to instantly make someone care about the world in one scene. Um, but as, like, my deadline drew closer and I was running out of... I And I was, like, running out of time... Um, something hit me and I was, like... And I was working on, like, all the characters and... A lot of it were uh, a, a lot of people donated to get their likeness in the game, and um, Steve was one of them. Yeah, you can find Steve in three different places. Three different places. I, a handsome villager. He's everywhere. Real quick, actually triplets. Yeah. I have a whole backstory. The the perfect way to make me not care about the world of Project Maiden <laughs> is put Stevie in there. That's fair. Just That's wait fair. until you hear my DLC for the handsome villager triplets. <laughs> Just um, wait. So, yeah, it's a little corny, but the, the scene where Imogen gets her empathy back, it's just a long line of every person who donated and got their likeness in the game. You just see every one of those characters like they're all supporting you. And that was the only way I could think to make the player kind of care about the world. It's like, people cared about this project, people cared about me enough to support me, and here they all are. And... Uh, it, it's it's a little it's it's a little blunt and it's a and it's not very artful I guess but oh, like I disagree that sounds awesome <laughs> I mean it, it sounds like a throwback to so many JRPGs where at the end of the game you have everyone in the world praying for you yeah. and uh, you know I mean of course Final Fantasy two slash four that that one right at the end always yeah. gets me every time I'm almost in tears when I see everyone in the game coming back. Yeah, and, and I wanted to, great. I wanted to get something like that. Um, so like in, in at the end of Ocarina, like everyone's cheering for you or whatever, but they're kind of absent for like your whole Ganon fight. And what I wanted to do is because like I love uh, I really wanted uh, towards the end of the game, Project Maiden was just about making Project Maiden. Like the story of Project Maiden was the story of me making Project Maiden, um, but. Uh, the final scene, if you've if you've like helped people out in the game, and if you go through the town, um, so in the final level you have no powers. You uh, have your wits and you have your endurance, and that's about it. Um, but if you help people in the town, uh, like there's like a romance quest, and there's like a and there's like a a, a conflicted street tough who uh, doesn't know what to do with her life, and there there are all these different characters who have small uh, little problems. And if you help them all out, in the last scene, uh, in, in the last few, like, levels, uh, they'll come and help you. So, like, the beekeeper will release a bunch of bees and scare all the enemies out of one part of the level, <laughs> so you can just blow through it as fast as possible. The beekeeper is Malcolm. Yeah, the beekeeper is Malcolm. <laughs> um, it's, it's just... A, and, and I wanted it to sort of be, like, that long line of people supporting you and people, uh, people believing in what you're doing and not necessarily understanding your quest, but being like, that person is moving towards their destiny and we want to help them get there. So that's what I wanted to capture at the end. And, you know, again, it's my first game. It, it, everything's a little clunky. Everything's a little uh, rough. But everything is as absolutely sincere as I could make it. And I hope that comes through. 
So, wow. I forgot what the original sounds, question was. Sounds like I'm in for an emotional ride when I play this <laughs> it, game. It is, it is, I've only played uh, a little bit of it. How, how far in do you think it would you say I am? The time clock. If you were to give like a time you're clock. You're in the town the first I'm time? I'm in the town and I just hit the church. So, you're about 20% of the way through? Okay. Yeah. So, so, I've been through earlier stages of the level. I haven't lost anything yet. Mm. Um, but it's just like, it's such a cool atmosphere and it looks great. And I already found myself once, and that's awesome. Uh, God damn it. Just make it about me, but the Hands of Villager trip, let's just think about it. Um, No, but it's like the lighting is beautiful. The sound is like Joe Joe Keneally, uh, a good friend of ours, did did the music for it, which I think we've mentioned before. Yeah, no, Joe. Joe's music is absolutely. But the music is like so fitting and like just, it's so simple and it's not, it's everything is just not. It's not. It's simple in the best way. It's not like it adds to yeah. the environment. Exactly. It exactly. Away. It's it's not. It's not over the top. It's not. You know, the music is there, and and it's it just adds. It just makes everything come together. One one of these podcasts, I'm going to talk about um, how I used all the music in the game because I had a lot of it. Like uh, I had about half a gig of music to work with for the game. That got, they got super compressed down into into what the game is now. But most of like the the, the like megabyte size of the game is music um, and using Joe's music because Joe had a very particular sort of sound um, which was which was like really great for like steering the mood um, against Claire's music uh, like Claire if you if you hear some uh, well like some violin pieces and fiddle pieces and uh, viola pieces those that's Claire and uh, like for like these moments of emotion um, like I use Claire, and for these moments of fuck yeah, let's <laughs> let's fuck some shit let's up. Rumble, right? That's Joe. Yeah, or uh, Joe, Joe's the on the creepier end too. Like the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think or like spooky, scary. Joe parts. Joe left a lot off off of the official soundtrack uh, because he really wanted to craft an album out of it. But there are some like rougher, creepier tracks that I use in uh, particularly the forest level that like I love. Yeah, um, I've. Uh, I, I, I feel like I'm rambling about my own game. I mean, <laughs> that was the it's tough not to, you know? <laughs> but I gotta say that seeing how you uh, use the music is one of the things that I'm most excited about. It's awesome. You know, but, you know, we'll have you back on. We can talk Absolutely. more Project Maiden as I get a chance to play it. I'm a little yeah. bummed that I wasn't able to play it yet, but that's is, that's mostly my scheduling issues. So Yeah, well, I got, like... Again, the, the Mac is currently the the only reason why we uh, we don't have a Mac version is bureaucracy. Uh, so once once my check clears, essentially we'll have a Mac version. But the reviews are in of the game pretty much, and it's the game is hard. <laughs> oh the game fuck! Is hard. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, the gonna, game is hard. I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna do some balancing. You know. Uh, maybe make it a little less uh, shitty. Fucking fuck this game hard. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin saw me do a lot of testing, and he knows that I'm not good at platforming, and I could still do it. Yeah. So everyone can do it. Yeah, yeah. Steve, Steve has has a certain amount of perseverance, um, and like, I want the game to be hard. Uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna make it like, su- I'm not, I'm not gonna make it like super easy. But there are a few things I think that I can make, the, I can use to make the game fairer, and. It's it's okay in my mind if the game is hard and you know why you know you're you're getting fucked over, but if the game seems unfair, then it's no fun. So that's what I'm 
gonna work on and I know I know a few tweaks I can do it already off the top of my head so and so I, I should wait until you tweak it so I might have a chance of well, beating it I'll launch I'll launch 1.01 with a Mac version oh nice can't uh, well, fucking the wait. thing the thing with me is like yeah you know the game the game is difficult I'm not a good platform player I like playing them but I'm not great at it but like when you first hear the concept of you lose all your powers like each level Everyone, all everyone that has heard it that I've told, and it has always been like, "That's such a cool idea," and like, you kind of know from there that the game's gonna be hard because that yeah. sounds difficult. Yeah. So for me, it was not like a shock that the game was gonna be hard. It's like you kind of know what you're getting into as soon as you hear about it. The other issue I'm running into, um, which is definitely my fault, is um, uh, it's a lot of information. To, uh, to give the player right off the bat is you have all of these powers. Like, instead of introducing one after the other, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, here you go, you have all the things. And, uh, and like, you know, in, in my experience, I'm like, okay, I'll just press all the buttons until I figure it out. That doesn't work for some people. Some people want a little bit more explicit. Yeah, uh, yeah and you also run the risk if someone doesn't know how to do it, then they won't feel the loss of losing a power if they're not using it a lot. Yeah. Or do you force... Well, yeah, there's so the first part of the game is like... Um, you have you're presented with three puzzles that represent the three powers, and uh, as you make your way through each of them, you kind of have to learn. Like I condense all the powers into like one room. Like here's everything you need to know about uh, the jumping power. Here's everything you need to know about uh, the stone skin power, and here's everything you need to know about the transmute power. And if you mash buttons, you'll make it through the you'll make it through the first three puzzles, but you'll also learn what they do. It's a lot more intuitive, I'll say, if you use a controller. Like if you have an Xbox or a PS3 controller, uh, it the the game becomes a lot more intuitive. Um, but you know, all right, give give it a shot. Um, if you're if you're confused or sad, just email Project Maiden, and I'll and I'll try and help you. And 1.01 release will be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 1.01. All right. Well, Kev, I really want to say this. Just congrats. Like, Thanks, man. I'm very proud of you. Congrats. Thank you, guys. Now now you need to start on Project Maiden 2. That's Electric true. Boogaloo. Where she, yeah. where she meets... Where two, she gains two, them all back again. <laughs> <laughs> she meets two hoodlums yeah. in charge of a community center that's mm. about to be taken down. Um, and she needs... She needs to help them. Oh, I do have I do have one... By breakdancing. Breakdance competition. I do have one last story. Um, so I had a really, really dark ending in mind for Project Maiden. Um, but as... Uh, but as, like, I, I made it and as, like, the characters began to develop and uh, as, like, you know, I got deeper into making the game, towards the end, I just found I didn't have the energy to be a total dick to all these characters. Like I wanted a happy ending for them and I wanted something I wanted some ray of hope for for these characters in the end. And it's not a perfect ending to say the least and it's not like it, it's not anything too crazy. It's just like the ending is very simple and very hopeful and I I, I wish I had like the uh, I wish I had like the the metal to just pull the trigger and be like no I can be mean to these characters I can I can make like a really gritty tough ending and but, instead all you did was kill off your sister's character <laughs> oh. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. bees no more no bees in the sequel <laughs> turns out she was allergic only only ghost bees. Well, something I do hope is um, 
like my my like pie in the sky dream is someone else makes a game in this format like i would love to see more games that go uh with the disempowerment uh with like this sort of disempowerment setup i'd, I'd love to play a game that is like project maiden but with a budget <laughs> uh so if if i if if anything i hope that at least one other game developer plays this and is like oh this is all right but i know how i could do it better and then does it better like that that would be my dream is like someone is like someone else takes this genre and runs with it because i think there's a lot there's a lot to do with uh you start with everything and, and lose everything i think there's a lot to to do with that particular idea and i hope people explore it a bit because i want to explore it a bit too but later like i want to get some distance from it <laughs> yeah take, take some time away <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna get a little bit of distance from yeah, it on this fair. podcast. Thank you for letting me talk about. My oh podcast. no, it was it was awesome just hearing you know your point of view on it because and, and the passion you had. For yeah, it. And you put a lot of yourself into it, and it really shows. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I only have passion for donuts, really. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Byron, I feel like you've been a little quiet on this podcast. I want you to pick our next subject of conversation. So uh, no, I've got a list. Okay, <laughs> he looks so like deer in the headlights right there. Uh, Fallout Four, XCOM Two, or the Uncharted Collection on PS Four. Oh, I would love to hear about Fallout Four. I've been quite a big Fallout fan since the original Fallout. Well, did you see the um, the reveal trailer? I haven't seen anything about. You haven't Fallout seen 4 the yet. reveal trailer. Yeah, you gotta go watch that. Uh, screw that! I'm stopping the podcast right now. We're gonna watch it. And then nice. We'll All right, we'll <laughs> return. So yeah, Byron, that was the uh, <laughs> Fallout Four trailer. Sweet dude, I was looking at it. It was looking real good on the graphic side. I mean, open Uh-oh. open exploration world. Oh my god! Don't look uh, at me about this graphics. Trigger words. <laughs> Uh, but you know, having a open exploration world is always a blast. Um, it's just what the developer does with it and how expansive and how many secrets you can fit into this giant, massive world that you create. So, yeah, I mean, that's what, that's what Fallout's always been about is just going around and exploring and having a good time doing it. So, so I actually have never played a Fallout game in that trailer. We're, we're hot. I'm fucking. I'm so in. Yeah. Um. Should Should you guys decide to play a Fallout game? Play Fallout Three. Okay. Fallout uh, New Vegas, I think, is the better one of the two, but it's also the least accessible and the least open world. Uh, Shucks. Uh, so. Um. I got a I got a question for you, Kev, because I feel like you have kind of the mo- the best grasp on this series. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but the the most interesting thing about that trailer to me is the how they go back and forth between like the pre nuclear fallout the nuke, and, yeah um and I, the post that's new honestly yeah seeing seeing like you get glimpses of what uh the the pre bomb um what pre bomb life was like in fallout but you never see that much like we saw more in that trailer of what you know, life was like before the bombs dropped than anything else. There are like records and like there are characters who talk about it and like there's there's like story everywhere and environmental storytelling is something that the Fallout series does like crazy well. But it seems like they're going to be a little bit more explicit in their storytelling, which is an interesting move. Um, 
and one that I'm kind of looking forward to because there's some talent on on there. There's Ron Perlman and um, Liam Neeson was in three. Uh, the father, right? Yeah, he was the he was your dad. Um, God, that's my dream. Liam <laughs> <laughs> Neeson as your dad, yeah. totally. Uh, it's, it's great to just like throw shit at Liam Neeson and have him be like, son, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so Jay, you seemed as excited about this as I am. I am really excited just from what I've seen through the trailer and the, the screenshot of Fenway Park, kid, because it's set in Boston. Freaking Boston, dude. Right? The trailer wasn't very Boston-y, though. No, it wasn't. You, you, you fucking take that back, bro. Did you hear that accent on fucking dog meat? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> dog meat dog me is my dog. That is a beautiful German Shepherd, though. It like, is. they spent some time on that German Shepherd. Right, yeah. Um, no, it, it, so, like, I know... I'm going to feed them Fenway Franks. <laughs> I know they're not going to have uh, post-apocalyptic Tom Brady uh, drinking... Ooh, but they should, drink, is what you're saying, drinking yeah. A, drinking a shamrock shake at, at With the, Mark Wahlberg. With Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. At the wow, chi- wow. At the Chia's bath. Don't forget Donnie. 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 Donnie's going to bring the Donnie, whole crew. Dude. Uh, I, I know... I, I know they're not going to, to just, like, pour the Boston... I know it's not going to be Boston <laughs> as a genre, which makes right, me sad. That, it would be too awesome. <laughs> it would be so good. Yeah. But just for us. If they do sprinkle in like an accent here or there, I will smile. Yeah. When it, it happens. I if it if it was me and because I I've lived in Massachusetts all my life, I would go crazy with the Boston on it. Yeah. I would just lay it, it on thick. It, yeah. Yep. It would wicked just, thick. Like wicked friggin' thick. butter. Like but butter. fucking New England clam chowder. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Like Everything would uh, would be in the Boston vernacular, even the text, like <laughs> <laughs> like the AH. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah like yeah. your Pip Boy would be like called Pip Kid. <laughs> kid, kid spelled no. K E H D. Pip Kid, uh, Pip Kid. Dude, there's so much you could do with Boston as a genre. Um, but yeah, it looks like a. It, it just looks like a Fallout game that's been updated, which is fine. Like, I, I'm excited for that. Uh, I've, they've always done cool things with the settings. Um, you know, there are people from the D.C. area who love Fallout 3 uh, because, like, they're like, oh, hey, that kind of looks like the place where I am. Um, so but we get to do that. We get to do that, and that's going to be kind of exciting. But I also hope that uh, all transportation shuts down after 9. I hope that's part of the <laughs> <laughs> that's Boston uh, jokes. Uh, I wonder if they're going to have that park you LARPed in. Uh, that I don't think they'll go into That'd Western Mass. Awesome. Western Mass doesn't exist. If it they, really doesn't. It's basically New York. If you want to mm-hmm. see, um, if you want to see what post-apocalyptic Massachusetts is like, just go to New Bedford. There you go. <laughs> yep. Apologies. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> apologies to our New Bedford listeners. No, no apologies. They'll all agree with us. Dude, yeah, I, if you live in New Bedford, you should probably move out. I did for four years. <laughs> yes, indeed. And I did for three. New Bedford used to be the jewel of Massachusetts. It was the most wealthy city in the world. Because it was. Wailing. Yeah. Wailing. Oh, I wonder if you can whale in fucking Fallout 4. Uh, Is he going to spare some whales? Dude, nuclear whales. Yeah, nuclear whales. It's really easy to uh, spear a 
bright green sperm whale. It's just glowing. <laughs> there it is. Ha! This is what I'm talking about with Boston as a genre. I don't. I think we could make the best Fallout. <laughs> yeah, we could. Or the worst. Or the worst. Probably the worst. We could make the best Fallout 4 DLC for sure. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. Uh, but you know, I really wanted to talk about Fallout 4, but. Uh, all we did was ruin your plans. Un- unfortunately, we we're we're on a tight schedule. We are. We are. You guys are going to look to see find a new church you can live in. Yeah, we need a <laughs> yep. new church. No, nah, new church. Place of of holy uh, life living decisions where we can be sanctimonious together. Yeah. It's I, fucking I com- right, kid. I combined words. I don't know if it worked, but it worked. No, dude, it okay. totally worked. Definitely I, worked. I just want to say to Steve, Steve, you're an inspiration uh, to other people. We know Westford is not a life sentence. Thank you. You can do it. <laughs> so, I'm so close. Okay. So close. So close. One you could just move uh, right across the border into Groton like I did. Into yeah. Mexico? Into Grody? Oh, into Groton. Into Groton. Into Grody. Uh, <laughs> Where, you know, your bike might get stolen. Who can say? I don't know. Sorry, Byron. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But before we go, Kev, why don't you give us that uh, where we can get your game? Sure. Um, You can go to itch.io and look up Project Maiden. I believe we're number four as far as platformers go right now, which is very exciting. (laughs) Uh, How do we get it to number one? uh, By downloading and purchasing it. I think, I think that's how you do it. I think, I think downloads count more than purchases since it's pay what you want. The game is free. Uh, you can pay whatever you want for it. Um, but uh, yeah, we're number four right now, and, I, and that's like amazing to me right now because there, there are some people I really, really respect uh, on itch.io that are making amazing games, and we're kicking their fucking asses. Yeah, fuck, fuck, them. Fuck, all. fuck them and fuck all our listeners. <laughs> Boy, I'm Keith. I'm Jeremy. I'm Byron. I'm Stevie. And I'm Kevin. Fuck off. <laughs> Woo! What time is it? Somebody bring me a mirror.